0: Do you ever have have you ever run into someone, you know, at the airport? I've
1: been I've traveled so rarely in my life, Kyle. I've okay. been to an airport four times in my entire 33 years of life.
0: Well, maybe so my chances a are slammed. chance of <laughs> <I> who knows <laughs>
1: have have you you travel much more frequently than I do.
0: Um, no, not particularly. I, I I haven't run into people I know. And then I have a weird habit of like trying to look for celebrities even though I know I'm not going to see them, especially in the places that I'm traveling to and like the destinations they take me to. to. It's like I'm not I'm not going to see anyone here that I know. Um <laughs> but I I I had two experiences at the airport on my way back uh thanks thanksgiving that i didn't get to mention that i think were kind of funny um i was wait- waiting for my partner to get out of the bathroom and as i'm waiting mm-hmm. there i see a family sitting down and this woman and this man come up to them and the woman says like oh my god you guys this is my cousin like here you like here here's it here he is this is cousin ben right and wow and yeah it was like obviously this is like the mom or like the older sister or something of the the family that's sitting down here like must have went to go get a snack or something and then was just like ben what what (laughs) amazing what are you doing here
1: that's even nobody talks about that. Maybe you do run into an acquaintance at the airport, but nobody's ever like, "I witnessed somebody else running into their acquaintance at the airport." Felt <laughs> right. special to see. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I witnessed a sacred moment.
1: <laughs> I witnessed a cousining.
0: <laughs> yeah, the cousining has happened. Um, and then that that same airport, uh, we we had a super long layover. Uh, it was a layover in denver um Mm. and i see it like it's it's late at night we're waiting for our 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 flight and there is this kid who you can tell he's been traveling all day it's the holidays they probably got their flight delayed or canceled or who knows what uh and this kid is just exhausted like barely awake and has his face like smashed up against the edge of a chair and just Oh, uh, like, little rubber faced kids yeah it, like cheeks all p- pushed up on one s- side and you can t- tell like he's not only exhausted he's bored he's bored oh, out of his the mind worst. yeah and i as as i'm kind of walking by and i see him i i, ca- I catch the conversation that he's ha- having with his dad and he goes dad can girls marry girls? and the dad who you can tell is also just exhausted maybe also a little exasperated from having to look after his kids and in in the airport is like caught off guard of just like where did that come from why are you asking me this and he like he looks confused and then goes yeah bud they sure can and then he he just goes cool (laughs) (laughs) that's it that was it i was like this is great i love this good good dad there you go i I hope that gave the child some peace that (laughs) night right he was in deep thought Just, just like last thing on his mind exhausted boy dad could girls marry girls Just going to double check. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Very good. Welcome to episode 262 of the Whatnots Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you?
1: I'm good. I this is my week off work and I've been very busy. Wow.
0: An entire week. I don't know how to
1: relax. Yes. Yes. Which is very. I. I. I've started doing it once a year, mm-hmm. the same period in mid December. I'm not working my day job, and instead, I put a lot of work into preparing for my big family Christmas party.
0: Wow, you're on vacation mode right now. This is vacation, not, Melissa. Not
1: really, not really. I I've Stay-cation. learned that I don't, I don't really know how to relax mm-hmm. unless I am in a movie theater. Like that's gotcha. it. That's the only time I am like turned off. I think that's why I go to the movies so much. I went to the movie theater Escape. I saw six I saw six movies in the last week.
0: Wow, you beat me. <laughs> <Kinda>. <laughs> uh what's your number? <laughs> we'll get to that. Well, so so yeah, like I, I went to the movie theater four nights in a row this past week. Cool. Um so we'll yeah, we'll get into that in a bit. And I've been catching up on tv shows and and stuff like that um but yeah that's the thing of, of like taking days off every so often usually it like everyone is like oh well enjoy your time off like you'll get to sleep in and relax and like honestly that's usually not what like that that's then your one chance to like go get all the errands done that you've been putting right. off maybe you have a dentist ap- appointment on top of that like who knows and then and then yeah you need to like get ready for something that's happening this weekend and this and that and just it's not a day off it's mm-hmm. never a day off um, never even if it is just like a, a whole week <laughs> off
1: if i didn't insist on helping to plan this party it would be much more relaxing true
0: but it is it like it is your family tradition though this is what you do every Mm. year so right and i kind of have to help you know
1: right i gotta step up as one of the the bigger cousins now you know i look at my life and it's like i'm not married with kids Which I would like to be, but I realize that gives me space in my life that I can devote to something else. Yeah. And I look at my other older cousins, and I'm like, "You're at the age where, like, your parents may be ill or dying. You have kids, you have grandkids. Like, you've got so many layers of things to take care of." Melissa, one
0: day you will be the cousin Ben.
1: Like, hey guys, (laughs) cousin Melissa's here!
0: Wow. I will be found.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I have enough cousins that I have sometimes ran into them in the wild. That is true.
0: Interesting. See, I've I've never had that experience because most of them live out west and I've always been on the East Coast most of my life. So I'm closer. I, I think I have a cousin who lives in like San Antonio uh, now. I'm not sure if he's still down that way or not. Uh. But that's yeah, I, I've, I've never like run into someone that I'm related to. That's also a strange feeling for me. Twice
1: I have run into Jack and her mom at a grocery store. And then it's like, great to see you. Now we're just both in this Trader
0: Joe's and I yeah. have to like see each other buying groceries. I kind of have had that experience. There was a kid that I went to high school with uh, and we we actually both got suspended at the same time. So we saw each other like walking in the office and like walking out and being like suspended, suspended. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then we went to the same college uh, together, but we never had any of the same classes at the same time. So, yeah, I would see him like at Kroger and he'd be like, oh, Nick, hey, what's that? You're getting whole wheat, bread, Huh? Cool. Interesting.
1: (laughs) It's is even for people, you know, very well, it is a weirdly intimate look at their lives. Right. Yeah. Especially me, because like I do all of my grocery shopping entirely alone. I've never been on like the same diet or eating schedule as any roommates i've ever had so like Art. since i have moved out of my parents house unless i'm like out doing things with my mom and we both mm-hmm. need groceries that's melissa solo that's melissa in the wild And for another person to see me in that
0: state is <laughs> strange are, are are you a like purposeful shopper or do you like to peruse are you like headphones in in your own world just shopping comparing couponing or are you like no precision strike i know what i want i need this that this thing there boom next aisle here we go
1: i i'm a bit of both i can't do a headphone in public that feels dangerous i gotcha i feel like then i'm like the visual gag in an action movie where like Stanley (laughs) is just mopping the the floor and he doesn't (laughs) notice. Right. (laughs) He doesn't notice a superhero brawl behind him. I don't want that to be me. Uh, (laughs) I go in prepared with a list, but also I have this mindset of I have to make the most of every trip I'm on. So even if I have the faintest notion of, and and, and for the next holiday i might want to make this thing i will like look at all the ingredients i'm like what if i need an energy bar i gotta study them all now yeah and i spend so (laughs) much time
0: yeah i i i feel like when when it was just me because now i do most of my shopping with my partner um when it was just me yeah i i i was like headphones in I usually knew what I wanted so I could just get the stuff and go. And that was also kind of my like my exercise was to like go all the way out there, like walk all the way down there. So I would never bought like a lot, a lot. I would fill my backpack mm, and then that's have right. like, like a bag or two in each hand. So it was like I bought enough for the next couple days, but I'd have to go back there in a few days to time after after that um but that yeah that like also kind of prepared me for just like all right get the stuff you need get out do your thing Mm. that's all um but anyways movies movie marathons it sounds like you so did is is this like six movies in general or you were at the movie theater six times in the past week
1: I was there five times. Uh, last Friday, the Alamo Draft House was showing Austin Powers, which I had nice. to see.
0: Yes, absolutely. It was wonderful. <laughs> because
1: when that movie came out, I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
0: I was se-
1: yeah. seven <laughs> years old. So I'm not seeing that in a theater. So I never had the chance to. I was happy to do it now. And then I went to see a new movie called Eileen immediately after.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know
1: if this movie's on your radar, but I think you'd like it
0: i've I've seen it in the like regal app that I have, but I know nothing about it.,
1: oh, I don't know how much you should know about it.
0: Interesting. okay. It's what, I'll tell what you that, that it.
1: It fits into the favorite review show genres <clears> throat> of throat> women blurring together. Ooh, okay. And uh interesting. Uh there's there's a scene where she takes a sad bath and I thought of you.
0: Ah, yes. That's a good <laughs> sad bath. Great.
1: <laughs> Cuz it, it reminded me of that shot from Perfect Blue that was then echoed in Black Swan. Yep. Both of which are movies I know you like.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. Okay. I I will have to uh, check it out and see if I can uh, l- maybe learn a little bit more about it. But I, I will also take your recommendation of like, maybe you shouldn't know all that much going in. Um, interesting. Interesting. What else did you see?
1: I saw Dream Scenario, the movie where Nick Cage appears in everybody's dreams. OK, how was that? It's good. It's I think it's funnier and scarier than I expected.
0: Hmm, Okay, interesting.
1: It's it's a little bit Bo is afraid and a little bit tar. And I know you haven't seen either of those movies, so that description isn't helpful. But that's what I I got.
0: Kind of get the vibe, though. I like that. that, I mean, it, it is also trying to do the like. Meta social commentary of like it quick celebrities and like everyone knows you now and huh what uh, oh, oh okay yeah and so it it feels like there can be some horrific situations that appear out of uh that that whole scenario um interesting interesting I don't I don't think that's playing near where I am. Is it? It took a while to get here.
1: I think it's still in theaters, but like that could get pushed out soon. They got to make room for Wonka.
0: Yeah, we have Eileen. Thanksgiving is still playing. Um, Thanksgiving did well. Oppenheimer has a reissue, but yeah, no, it's not playing for us. uh,
1: I also went to the Oppenheimer reissue yesterday.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: I was happy I had the chance to see it again without waiting for the time when all the theaters put the Oscar nominees back out in theaters.
0: I gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I got to
1: see it now before the end of the year. I, you forget how many people are in that movie for a movie that I was fully aware of. Right. Oppenheimer. What a dense film. That's maybe the densest film of actor actors, not like. Background artists, or stunt people, or motion capture artists—like guys who are paid to put on a suit and sit at a table and say a couple lines. Mm-hmm. This is maybe one of the biggest casts of any film I've seen of just people who say at least one sentence.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I I kind of feel the same way though about uh oh God what's his name uh, did Asteroid City this oh Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson yes yeah They're, like he gets a lot of like not necessarily well-known actor he well, he, he does get a lot of them yeah but then, like I feel like also like up-and-coming actors too like ones that are like don't have as much acting c- credits it's just kind of this coveted thing to be in a Wes Anderson movie even if you only have like a single line Um,
1: Right. And then he might use you again. I do think that's fun when a director reuses actors uh, as long as they're used well. It it makes me think of like high school theater where every year I'm like, what's John O'Brien going to get up to this year? Every show's got to have John (laughs) O'Brien. Yeah. And... I look at Oppenheimer. I'm like, there's people you've worked with before, like Killian Murphy, like Kenneth Branagh, like Gary Oldman. But I'm like, who are you going to pick up from Oppenheimer and carry on to your next movie? Mm, yeah. James Urbaniak is in it for 10 seconds. <laughs> we see James Urbaniak return.
0: Who knows? Maybe. You never we know. We don't know. Live, live who is, action we, who is charmed. bros. <laughs>
1: Christopher Nolan. By Christopher live Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't do second unit shooting everything he shoots everything on the movie is shot by him so everybody you're seeing Mm. nolan was there directly he didn't have an assistant director doing anything
0: gotcha interesting i did not know that
1: i went to see renaissance the beyonce concert film a film by beyonce it's called it is a lot more than a concert film it's a real behind the scenes look at everything that was going on. It's all it's almost equal parts documentary and concert film. I gotcha. Yeah.
0: How, I, how did that compare to because you also went to go see the Taylor Swift one, right? Mm-hmm. And also this the, one the t- big square shirt guy, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the talking heads concert film stopped making sense. Yes. Those two are just concert films. Okay. The Beyonce one, like I said, that has behind the scenes footage and it's more than one performance. I think the other two sh- movies you mentioned are like two, maybe three concerts filmed designed to look just like each other and be edited together as backup footage. I got
0: gotcha. you. Like you can't, yeah.
1: except for when her sweat level changes, you can't really tell when it's footage from one night of the Taylor Swift concert compared to the next night of the Taylor Swift concert that they edited together.
0: I gotcha. Yeah. But the Beyonce
1: one, she had different looks for all these different tour stops. And the movie is a collection of every one of those tour stops. So during the one number, it will cut back and forth. Like it'll cut on the motion of her dancing between her wearing like 10 different outfits. Interesting.
0: Interesting. That's it's pretty
1: cool. I. I don't have a specific personal connection to Beyonce. It was like when I saw the Taylor Swift concert yet, but um. (laughs) she's not one of my cousins. (laughs) 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 But like I went to the Taylor Swift concert movie with a friend who like went to see this concert like three times, was leaning over, telling me all this fun facts and I realized, oh, I don't think I know Taylor Swift songs past like when I was in college. And it's kind of the same for Beyonce. But I went to it because I heard incredible things about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I had fun with the other ones, why not check this one out? If it's such a huge thing, yeah. I'll see it. I'll have fun. And Something I did. It's a really it's good. I, I'm happy that she spent so much time on what it takes from the crew to get one of these shows put together like yeah, she yeah. spends time talking about all the technicians and electricians and hair makeup costume people the food security like everybody that it yeah. takes to put together a show that huge and shows you like the massive screen she's performing in front of is like all these different panels linked together And she's like, people, you know, hooking together these super heavy panels, being up on the catwalks and everything. She's like, people risk their lives putting together shows like this. And she put her stage crew in like reflective outfits. She's like, I do not want them disappearing into the background when they change things out during the performance. I want you to see them. (laughs) So it's a really nice salute to them. uh, A real nice look at her family life. Mm-hmm. You know her her hometown. Yeah, I liked it. I I recommend it. I think it's maybe more than the Taylor Swift version, just because it shows you more things. It's more of a a thick cross section of, like a of, more goes... of a lot of what goes
0: narrative, even if it's not like a narrative. Kinda, yeah, yeah. There's just yeah yeah more to chew on.
1: She. She narrates it. She wrote all her own narration. I think the credit is like written and like written and directed by Beyonce at the end of the movie. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's cool. That's Um, good. And then I saw a movie I know you also saw this week, which was Boy and the Heron.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I went to go see that. That was the second movie that I saw in my like little theater ma- ma- yes. marathon. Um, I I had a blast with that one. I never thought that I would get to see a brand new Miyazaki film yeah. in theaters in my life. Um, right. So just to have that experience alone, alone, alone was just like, this is awesome. This is so cool. Um mm-hmm but yeah i i i think the movie was a little bit longer than i expected um mm-hmm. and i i think i spent the first at least half an hour of the film i think trying to decode it Or like trying to be like okay what is the meaning of this like what is what is Mm. the metaphor behind the whole thing is this like a story about like learning to deal with the loss of a loved one is this like a suicide thing what's happening here and then as it got to that like 30 minute mark i was like it keeps changing it it feels like it keeps switching up and i don't know if i should be looking for a meaning in this and so i was like all right i'm I'm just i'm just gonna let the whole thing like wash over me and Mm in in, almost instantly i had a much better time and was like this is fantastic the art is incredible the story is just so imaginative um it yeah it, it it was a blast did did you see it subbed or dubbed
1: I saw it in IMAX because I never thought I'd have that experience with a Miyazaki movie. So I thought since I'm going in for a really visual experience, let me go with the dubbed version. So I can really soak up those visuals without also reading subtitles and having one thing distract me from the other.
0: Gotcha. I saw it subbed. So I I, I, I saw the original Japanese. Um, but even the little small bits I've seen of the job uh, sounds fantastic. And they've always done incredible. Yeah. Jobs, uh with that. I think but, it,
1: they did a really yeah. good job with this one. Robert Pattinson plays the heron. Apparently he's, he's doing like. Yes. Apparently he's doing just what the Japanese actor did. Like, yeah, he, like he really wanted that to stay close I've, I've, to I've That is one I've heard. It it, it,
0: it it it's just like deep rah, rah, rah. like say yes, hey, yes, i your guide. <laughs> like, Just what? That's Robert Pattinson. Wow, okay, <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> that hurt my throat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we
1: can't all do what he does. Uh, no, I am, I am Pattinson. No,
0: Robert Pattinson. Um. Yeah, I, I I had a blast with that one, though. Um, yeah, I, I, I would like to see the dub eventually. Um, but I, yeah, I, I had a blast g- 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 going to see it in theaters. What were your other movies this week? Did you get around to Godzilla? I did. That was the first one that I saw. Godzilla Wait, minus Hey, you did tell one. me about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow (laughs) what an incredible movie it Uh, can't be said enough yeah it it literally cannot it is so good um i know it just got nominated for i think a golden globe of like best international film or something like that um hold on i'm not sure what it got keep talking i will i will look up the but I was it, looking it, at
1: the Golden Globe nominations earlier this week, but let me double check exactly what all
0: of them were. Okay. I don't it,
1: have the it categories memorized like I should. may
0: not have been Golden Globes. I don't know exactly, but it got it, it is nominated for like best foreign film or best international film uh, or something like that. Uh, which I, I don't know if I can say I've seen many other foreign or international films from this year besides like The Boy and the Heron. Um, or, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure uh, what else would qualify for that that I have seen, uh, but I think it absolutely d- deserves the nomination and should probably be up there for just best picture, period
1: um i've heard buzz that it it it's not out of the realm of possibility that it makes the 10 for the the best feature at the oscar yeah definitely in that best animated feature category unfortunately i I don't think
0: it'll get it especially if it's up against like oppenheimer or stuff like that but holy moly that was so good Uh, looking
1: at the golden globes i'm not seeing i don't think they do a do they have a best international feature oh here we go best motion picture non-english language is what the golden globes calls it they don't have godzilla uh
0: should i
1: i it depends sometimes a (laughs) movie has to be submitted to that like the people running an award can't just pick yeah right like they can't just pick anything like a studio has to say we would like you to consider this and they're like thank you we can now consider it now that you asked us specifically yeah, yeah. um but boy and the heron was nominated for the best animated motion picture golden globe and cool. best original score thank goodness cool. for joe hisashi i think is his name for some reason, cool. it's dropped off of the graphic I'm looking at that lists the best original score nominees. But the music is so lovely in that movie.
0: Yeah. I'm really happy that got in there. Yeah. It had some good music indeed. Um, yeah. So Godzilla, go see it if you have not. What do you stop listening to this podcast? Go see Godzilla. Um yeah it's it is so good it is up it has to be in my top five for like my favorites of the year um i already mentioned boy and the heron uh our third night we went to go see it was like the 20th or 25th anniversary of tokyo godfathers by satoshi khan yeah how was that that was awesome. Uh another, so that is my like Christmas movie uh that my partner and I watch every yeah 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 yeah. We now have two Christmas movie traditions. When we put our tree up, we watch Jingle all the way. Uh and then as our first like let's actually like sit down and watch this one, it's Tokyo God. Ha ha ha, there's um and satoshi khan is one of my favorite uh directors um and so to get to see one of his movies on the big screen is fantastic uh i know earlier like a couple months ago we both separately went to go see perfect blue uh in Mm -hmm. (laughs) theaters that's another one of his um but yeah now i've 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 gotten to see Two of his movies in Headers, which is fantastic. And I think they're doing paprika in like a month or two. Um, so I'd, maybe I'll go see that one just to be like, I've seen another one of his. Ha ha. ha there we go. Good. Um, and then nice uh, goals. Yeah. I, I don't know if they've already done millennium actress or not, uh, or if that would be coming up even further down the road. Um, But I I, that is the one that I'm least familiar with. I've seen it once. Um, Right. Me, too. But uh, yeah, I, I would I would like to go if I can complete the set. I think that'd be fun. You know?
1: Yeah. So I saw Millennium Actress when I was like 13 or 14. It was one of the few anime movies that came into my blockbuster.
0: Interesting. of course okay. I
1: rented it, but in hindsight, I'm like, I was too young to grasp what that movie was. Yeah,
0: I it, I it just was, didn't. It was, it felt a lot more straightforward, but it's it it's also not. They're doing some interesting things where like these two hoarders or whoever are interviewing this actress and her recounting these stories then turns into the movies that she was starring in. Uh, but the reporters are still there, they are like on set on screen, on screen with her, like still trying to get the story. Uh, so it, 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 there is some like interesting time shift meta shifting. I don't know, uh, what the right, word it is. Um, but it, it was not as like mind bendy as paprika mm. or perfect blue. Um, and it, it was a lot more self-serious than Tokyo Godfathers. So it was mm. that was the one I was least in, interested in. Um, but yeah. So tell to me Tokyo Godfathers. Yes, you're about to. P- pl-
1: please tell me about the next movie you saw in theaters. John Woo's Silent Night. <laughs>
0: Yes, I went to go see Silent Night, the new movie by John Woo. This is a baffling movie.
1: <laughs> it seems so simple to me. Man's son killed on Christmas, man loses voice, man has to get vengeance. Silently.
0: I I don't know if I'd say it's a good movie. It was okay. It's fine. Uh, the, the one that came out last year, "Violent Night," where it was like it's oh. the Home Alone, but it, what if Santa had to beat up the bad guys right. and all that stuff? That was so much more fun, so much more entertaining, okay. li- ridiculous in that aspect. This was just a little too self serious. Mm. It 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 feels it, it it really feels like an experiment. Um. And, and and that's in that sense like i i respect john woo for like sticking with the the experiment sticking with the the with with the bit and making a feature-length film out of that that's kind of neat um it it feels like something you would get in like a college film class as like a, pr- a prompt like make make a short film okay. that's dialogue less or make a short commercial right um And it it feels like it would be a good experiment or a good exercise in that scenario. I don't know if it's really worth it for a feature length film. There were a couple times where it was, it was like, you could have just said the line. Like what do you do? Like, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? Like there's there's a a, a, a scene after uh at, like after yeah, what you just expl- explained the premise of the guy's son gets k- k- killed by a r- 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 random act of gang violence. Um and he had, you know, he also gets shot in the neck, and so it destroys his vocal cords. And so, sometime after, while he's at home and everything is reminding him of his kid the soccer ball that was left out in the yard, the presents that are still unwrapped under the tree, right? Um, like it, it, it he's kind of just retreated into his garage and is drinking and won't talk to i mean not that he can talk but he's like not communicating Mm -hmm. with anyone and his wife should still be able to speak but she doesn't um Mm. and there is a time where she is slightly late for work and looking for her keys and instead decides to text him even though she's like 10 feet behind him looking at him like hey have you seen my keys i'm late for work and mm, she texts okay. it to him which I, I i get there is like this emotion like he's not doing so well you want to give him some space like i get that but at the same time like you're late just at like hey have you seen my keys right and then go about mm. your day like you could have said that it, it just felt ridiculous whereas like why are you texting him he's literally right there yeah
1: like we don't maybe we don't need to make everybody uh besides the protagonist live up to the silent night theme sure there
0: there are there are a couple times where she is consoling him where a word or two does slip out um two words yeah yeah in in the whole movie like wow a, a character speaking there's maybe three or four words spoken um, the oh other kind gosh. yeah the other like you you get information it's like emotional context uh they might text each other and it'll like have their 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 text on screen you'll hear a like radio news thing to like let you know like what's happening in the town and like the gang violence is on the rise here and blah 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 blah, blah you know um and yeah he like he sticks t- to the bit is the thing but then kind of beyond that i felt like everything was just kind of mediocre the action Mm. was okay was okay i wouldn't say there was great choreography the stunts were fine i wouldn't say there was anything that was like stand out about them um the, like there wasn't any really good set pieces like john wick level like oh j- j- even just the set it's gorgeous like they had one hmm. room at the end of the movie that like could have been it's like okay now we're getting some w- wire with that but you barely see it and so it's just like well i guess and that was it <laughs> silent night i john woo
1: did i was did the damn thing <laughs> I was intrigued by this, but I was more intrigued by the beekeeper releasing next month. And I'm like, I feel like I can only pick one of these. I'm, I'm going beekeeper.
0: Yeah, I, I, I feel like. So I, I did finally see like a full trailer for the beekeeper was not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> <laughs> that he is, like, some, like, secret government you know, A- A- A agent for something called the beekeepers. And when the world has, <laughs> has gone to shit, he, you know, like, he protects the hive. And, he, and just like, what? This is dumb. But it's J- J- it's, it's Jason Statham. Right. Like, at least he can do the, the, I'll the stunts. I'll take it. And stuff like that, you know? Uh, he does it well. Yeah. So... I mean, and this thing, like, I I don't dislike Joel Kinnaman, who who, who is the the m- main actor in uh, Silent Night. Like, I think he's okay. Um, I just I it, John Woo. That's it.
1: Happy, happy see <laughs> he's back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I hope in, this is a the, sign of of more to there, come. Can I tell you? one if this is not a spoiler but just a, another sure. baffling thing about the movie here there's a scene where he's waking up in the hospital after he's had his surgery he's recovering it's like the first time he's seeing his wife all that stuff and there's a small little parakeet that like flies into the window and lands on the windowsill, and like The camera is focusing on this parakeet and like he is noticing this parakeet and it's looking like he's about to say something, but he can't and all of this stuff. And it seems like this parakeet has some kind of importance. Maybe it was his son's favorite animal. Maybe he got him a stuffed animal when he was a kid and it's like, oh, no, the first reminder that his kid is dead. Oh, no. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. Does not ever answer I, the question about what the importance of this parakeet is, but it is it is on screen way more than it sh- should be.
1: Number one, John Wu just seems like a bird guy. He is I think he loves guy. birds. Yeah. Uh, number two, big bird month Yeah. between this and big the boy and the month. heron, which is chock full of parakeets.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What birds will we see next? I don't know if does Aquaman also have control over
0: seagulls? Uh, Probably not. Birdwatch twenty twenty four starts now.
1: Maybe he's got (laughs) like loose influence. Like he can't control them, but he could peer pressure a seagull.
0: (laughs) He can like bait them with some fish. Like ah, that's the fish that I want to eat. And he can like direct them to. Who knows? He
1: can communicate with them, but they might not listen. They're like, <laughs> I don't know, Arthur, I got I got plans today. He's he, he's,
0: he's the he's the peasant from money. I P- thought <laughs> King, I didn't vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> what fish did? I
1: finally watched Aquaman this week.
0: Yeah. What do you think?
1: It's boy, is that movie cheesy as heck?
0: Yep, it, it sure
1: is. That's it shouldn't work, but it does. I had a really fun time. I get why that movie was as successful as it was, and why it's getting this sequel. I'll sure go and see it in the theaters. Yeah, <laughs> I've never had the kind. I had this anxiety watching the movie and thinking this looks so expensive.
0: It it looks like just so much CGI,
1: right? Because like. Even when it's just them, they have to make their hair move. Right, yeah. In the water. And then it's not just CGI effects and like stage pieces on like a sound stage. There is also locations. I don't know what where they specifically went, but that's a they go to places that are real and not sound stages. I can tell that much. And I was so I was weirdly worried, even though I'm like, Melissa, you know. That this movie made like a billion dollars. It worked out fine. <laughs> Maybe Aquaman, not Aquaman 2 will be here like next week. It made very much money worldwide. It, yeah, Maybe it's, it's not it's a billion, fit. but it was like a, a whole heck of a lot. There's no need to worry about how expensive the movie <laughs> looks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm. I I think I'm going to be seeing that next week by myself. My partner w- was like, yeah, not not interested in that one. <laughs> so
1: I might go see it I'm on Christmas. I ah, should, should be fun enough. I don't know. I <laughs> I've my attitude with all of these DC movies is they could have backed up and turned around at any time and they haven't i'm like there's got to be a reason for all of them sticking around i've found pros in all of them this year why wouldn't i an aquaman yeah my family is doing christmas eve this year i guess just because of how the days shook out Mm -hmm. so on christmas day i'm like am i gonna go back over to my parents after I saw him yesterday and we already exchanged gifts and had a nice meal, I can. But I think I'm going to spend the day with my roommate because like her folks will be out of town visiting. Oh, sure. Yeah. Her sister. I don't think she's got other siblings who like stuck around here in town. So we're going to go see Aquaman. Me and her. Christmas Day. Go. Sounds fun. <laughs> we're going to tr- we're gonna try and see it in that screen X where the screen is on <laughs> yes. three sides of you. We're Melissa, like, get you'll be us in. Atlantis drown us please
0: (laughs) good stuff uh Melissa we both also watched another movie uh leave the world behind I I watched this today Um,
1: I also watched it today after I saw you had written it down because I was trying to find the time for it and I'm like if Kyle's seen it I have to see it let me watch it now at 3 30 p.m.
0: This this was on both of our radar because of Sam S. Mile, uh, who wrote and directs and directed this. Is that right? Yes. Um, It's based off a novel. So he at least adapted it. I gotcha. Um, And yeah, he is the creator of Mr. Robot, one of my favorite shows. I know Melissa really likes it as well. We covered it over Mm -hmm. on the review show. So, yeah, we were like, yeah, of of course. We'll check this out uh this was something this was something this was not what i was expecting uh not that i really knew what to expect but it 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 both felt like social commentary wise it felt like him it felt like like Mm -hmm. this is Mm -hmm. like he was saying some similar stuff in mr robot And just how like anti-capitalist, anti-corporation that was, and then this comments a lot on like people's dependence on technology and corporations to do all of that stuff, or governments to do all of the you know to run and operate that stuff. And so it, it it felt like it's like all right, yeah, this this feels along those lines, but then it also felt like an M Night Shyamalan movie yes mommy <laughs> which was it does a real
1: knock at the cabin vibes and you wouldn't even see knock at the cabin yeah no. uh it's got some knock in the cabin in there uh a light glaze of barbarian it's interesting. an interesting okay. mix of yeah. things but like i could see it's very much a sam male movie there's sure, a lot of yeah. robot flavored scenes in there. Did you spot the specific Mr. Robot Easter
0: egg? Uh, I did not. Is is there the like the little mask the, dude, the little no. statue mask dude? No. <laughs> uh,
1: when Julia Roberts's daughter wakes her up in the morning like, mom, help. I can't watch Friends. The TV right, right, is yeah. down. The Internet's down. When you see her get out of bed, on her bedside table is a copy of Beach Towel irving's
0: novel oh interesting okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah i, I was expe- I, like i i was expecting like maybe in that like big wall of dvds uh that Ooh. they're like and do, you would have had like the mr robot complete collection somewhere in there um same one i have right yeah uh yeah like it it Man, it, it does a phenomenal job of keeping you on your toes, not really understanding mm-hmm. what's going on. And then I think leaving you with questions at the end still mm-hmm. of like nothing really resolved by the end of this and not in a way that I felt super un- like I, I'm i still just like, huh, what did I watch? But but also right like i'm i'm oddly satisfied like the ending the the ending scene is is like of uh, of, of course <laughs> of course that's great, how it ends great. Yeah. Um, it's
1: there's definitely growth by the end there it's sort of makes a complete thematic message some level of even small optimism is reached which is something yeah. i always really appreciated about Mr. Robot that the show looked so dark from the outset but the way it ends is a little much warmer than you'd think it would be yeah
0: yeah it it it, it kind of disguises itself as this very like uh, d- like pessimistic maybe cynical t- take on the world but i think at its heart yeah there are characters who see the good in people or or like even if they don't see eye to eye they eventually find some kind of common ground or Mm -hmm. uh bond over some weird experience uh right and it's just like there there is this like oh like people are sticking together yeah, 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 these characters or a character save themselves and mm. like yeah there's there's just inter- there's interesting stuff in all, all of that um so i i i liked it i don't know if i loved it but i feel like i'm wrestling with it still if that makes sense mm-hmm. um so yeah, it's it's an it's an, inter, an interesting one for sure. For sure,
1: <laughs> it's got one of my favorite types of scenes in any movie, particularly in any horror, suspense, thriller, drama, which is now we're dancing. It's the dance scene in the middle of this drama.
0: Yep, this this almost reminded me of Parasite um i I, mm-hmm. I feel like parasite comes to a much i i don't want to say better but a, a, a more complete conclusion um yes cuz uh, yeah like i i don't want to say that you know i i definitely liked parasite better but yeah it it like in terms of like narrative structure parasite c- c- comes to a much more like familiar complete and where this has like open ends and 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 stuff mm-hmm. it makes you think um but it it yeah it, it feels almost like the mystery of parasite because you don't you don't quite know what the mystery is even through most of the movie which is interesting like ev- everything is suspicious for all kinds of different reasons yeah. and you just don't know it- what's happening
1: It kind of reminded me of when we watched The Vast of Night and we expected that movie to be way twistier than it was. And at the end, Mm. we're like. Oh, so the premise really was the premise. There wasn't really a secret second premise.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's there's not like some secret third family who's staying at the the ha, ha, ha house there's there's nothing like that right which would if be it wild full
1: barbarian then it, there would have been more and more families
0: oh no <laughs> um yeah it's interesting movie from sam esmayo
1: mm-hmm. very happy to see it
0: good stuff um i i have some tv shows to talk about but do we want to take a quick break for housekeeping yeah. uh and then we can we can come back and do that stuff sounds good we will be right back here at the whatnots we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them so we would love it if you check them all out if you enjoy our shows patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support for just a dollar a month you can get early access to episodes and at our three dollar tier a patreon exclusive podcast the pilots club you can even get a shout out and thank you on most of our shows at the five dollar tier and if you're one of our patrons already thank you so much it means the world to us you can find out more information on our website thewhatnots.com as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice when you type in the whatnots all of our shows will pop up right there just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows you can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. Once again, a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Let's see, right here on the captain's log, uh, we should note that this is the final episode of the year of 2023. Uh, don't worry, though. Don't 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 be sad. We'll be back in the new year. We promise. Um, But last week here on the show, we had our Rotten Tomatoes movie game. Uh, which is always a lot of fun it's a little bit of a longer episode maybe a little bit of a boring one if you don't want to hear us say a bunch of numbers but we have a blast with that one every year yes um it's
1: great for like big movie nerds especially people who want to know what the movie calendar looks like ahead of time It runs from December to December. So we prime you on every movie coming out through the end of November 2024.
0: Not every movie, but a a whole heck of them. good chunk of them. And we try to predict their Rotten Tomatoes scores. Uh, So every every year we look back and see how we did on the year prior uh, and then try and predict the ones for the coming year. It's a blast Uh, over on the Whatnots Review Show. Uh, We also we already had our final episode of the year for that, uh, in which we talked about a Bob's Burgers holiday special. Uh, We talked about uh, I believe it was season eight, episodes six through seven, entitled The Bleakening. Um, And it was just a fun, light, burger filled, breezy holiday special um, that we got to talk about and chat about. It was a lot of fun lot of fun indeed um i think i skipped right over the pilots club so patreon supporters this month uh on the pilots club we talked about unicorn warriors eternal uh which is Gendy tartakovsky's lightest cartoon of samurai jack and dexter's lab fame um if you are an an animation nerd i highly recommend you check out that show Uh, We only talked about the two part pilot uh, as well as the the character design and art that we get to see in that uh, in that that show in the mix of all the different styles that's in that one. So that is a lot of fun. Not much has been happening over on the reactor core as of recent times. We have a Loki season two and the Marvels spoiler cast uh melissa are you i i i I figured we'd both be watching marvel's what if do we want to i i don't know if we want to do like one big thing at the end or like split it up like every three or four episodes that we do like a little check in uh on that probably Um, just one at the
1: end sounds good especially if there's not like an ongoing plot we're trying to track probably Sure. If they're yeah. largely one shots,
0: yeah. we'll, we'll okay. collect at the okay. end. Sounds good. So yeah, keep an eye out for how that. That will probably be closer to New Year's. I don't know when exactly the last one is. Is the last one on Christmas or is the last one on N- New Year's or something? Oh, I, I don't.
1: Rem- I have to watch that trailer like again. Every they might have timed day. Yeah, they might have timed it so that a Christmas one is on Christmas, but I don't think it mm. ends on Christmas. I gotcha
0: okay um well yeah be on the lookout for that coming down the road uh but last but not least uh uh, this might be the last regular podcast that we are doing for the year but we are not done yet uh we we do have a grand prix coming at the end of the year our (laughs) our end of the year whatnots eighth annual grand prix uh how does a
1: podcast do a grand prix you may be asking <laughs> and we're like we're gonna figure it out we've adopted the term we're, we're, we'll live up what, to
0: it somehow what, what what used to be our end of the year retrospective is now forever known as our grand prix um yeah come come, come jo- <laughs> join us we will be live streaming that on sunday the 17th uh i believe we said we were gonna start at 1 p.m central time was that yes. right? So, yeah, one. P.m. I, I have Wonka t- tickets time. for
1: five thirty. So we are do of that time limit.
0: Perfect. Um, but yeah, we will be live sh- sh- streaming it on YouTube and we'll just be taking a look at all the stuff that we made uh, in this pa- in this pa- past year, giving out some awards and stuff for things that we hovered over on the review show. I'll be talking about the, the insane amount of comics I read and movies I watched and right. TV shows. I watched, all, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it, it'll be a good time. We'll be having some food. We'll be drinking, partying, having a good time. Uh, so hopefully you guys can check that out at some point as well. Uh, and that will be out on all podcast. Feed, uh after, after we are done with that. But yeah, that is we're, we're coming to a close here at the end of 2023. Yes. Melissa from the what Does
1: the Grand Prix get its own special Grand Prix logo? I,
0: I haven't made one. Um, <laughs> I was thinking of maybe hosting it on our pilots club background since that's usually okay. not as out there. Cause it's, it's the Patreon ex- exclusive thing to, to have it be on that one. Um, instead because in st- that way it won't say like the the captain's log t- text all okay, around okay. me or the review show right um but it'll still it'll still have some fun interesting stuff i just happen in there it should i though. just wish
1: it it had its own thumbnail that looked very regal that looked like it was truly a grand prix award there's a little trophy <laughs> on it right we give yeah. out. we don't give out trophies but we give out awards yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) you say that like
1: (laughs) i was thinking like what are we gonna do like mail cullen bun a picture of a trophy and we're like we named an award after this minor character from harrow county
0: we know that's not his actual name in the comic but he didn't have a name that's what we we, call we just yeah <laughs> we just went with our own thing here, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that should be a lot of fun. So be on the lookout for that. Um Yeah, I think that's about it for housekeeping. Melissa, I wanted to ask you a quick question here before uh-huh. I get into my TV shows that I've watched. I need a recommendation for an off-Broadway play you've uh, come to the right place. I sh- I sure have. So, uh here's the scenario. My partner is able to get us discounted tickets to one of four I mean I, I guess we could t- t- technically go to all of them if we wanted, but uh we're probably only going to go to one of the- them. Um we got four options here. Um I think the first one and that that is happening sooner rather than later is Tina is that the right one the one oh, about tina turner the right? tina turner broadway musical yes yes that is option number one uh then we have the classic les miserables right uh we could go see that uh we could also go see um chicago and then what is what is the, the i need to look at the what is the thing give me the name uh, of the theater and i'll look at it myself <laughs> Oh god, I don't I, I have no idea what the name of the theater is. Uh it was les miserables Uh oh, and the fourth and final one is Wicked. it's like, it's another Ooh. classic. Um so these are our four options here and I like the way I explained it to my partner was I would probably prefer either Chicago or Wicked. Um because mm. I, I the, Partly because I know they're making a movie adaption of Wicked by the end of That's next true. year. I could go see the play and then have like an inkling of knowledge besides. Context like, oh, is important. Yeah. It's related to Wizard of Us. Right? Yeah, there you go. Um Chicago, I've never seen the movie, but I know people really like that movie. Uh, And Mm. I figured like Prohibition era Chicago would be sexy and fun, right? It's it's
1: got the most crime for you. I haven't seen the Tina Turner musical, but I've seen all the others. I've seen Chicago live a couple times. I've seen that movie. Um, You like a crime story. Chicago (laughs) is the one that's the most lively and comedic. Uh, the most not frenzied, but it's if you got like the quickest pace to it, There's it's an happier numbers, it, yeah, and, right. It doesn't have as many like, and now we'll slow down for a ballad. Like Lay Miz is much slower. Lay Miz is, is a lot more serious. But it's it's also great in the
0: is right. Is the it's thing.
1: great in the scope and the scale of the thing. It is a big epic musical. Mm -hmm. And but as one number that's like the funny one, which is a highlight of the show for me for real, uh, is very moving. I always like a lay Miz. Um, you, Wicked, I saw for the first time earlier this year, and I knew the basic premise. Wicked itself, the show was a lot more convoluted than I thought it might be.
0: Okay, interesting.
1: You might spend a lot of the time being like, huh? (laughs) Where'd this come from? Why are we doing this? But then when it astounds you, it really does astound you. Okay. I'd say out of uh, my apologies to the late Tina Turner. I just haven't gotten to that one yet. So that's, I'm going to put that one off the table. I think the most consistent out of these three shows in terms of Uh, Like the pacing of it, the fun of it. It's not like there's parts where it's like, here's a lot of exposition or here's some slower stuff. Like it'll kind of keep and hold the energy pretty consistently. Chicago does that. Okay, so you might be right with Chicago, which is also like that's from like the 70s or something. That's nearly a classic in its own right. I don't think it's that much younger than Lay Miz is.
0: Interesting. Yeah, like I'm up foreseeing any of them because i know like even though i didn't know anything about the tina turner one like i figured the music and that would probably be yeah. pretty good yes um yeah like i yeah i was just like I, but then i'm I'm also like if if this is like the one play that i end up going to this decade uh like do do i go see a, a classic and be like yes i have seen les mis right like i i have s- there you go. I have right checked that box. <laughs> you, like, do I need to go You say that like. Or?
1: You say that like after having seen Lamez, you will then grow a turtleneck out of your body and grow a pipe.
0: <laughs> Maybe I will.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, it's not like that fancy. The I've, title's I've, in I've, French. I've checked <laughs> off the it.
0: Miyazaki film. Next, <laughs> next thing is See Les Mis, right? Uh, <laughs> mm. So, yeah, like I'm I'm up for any of them, but like, of
1: course you do.
0: I, I had said my uh, like I, my personal preference probably would have been Wicked or Chicago.
1: Right. I you liked Newsies when we watched mm-hmm. it. You yeah. liked it well enough. Yeah. Uh, it might be closer to Chicago in like tone in this liveliness of it. The vim and verve but i think thematically that shows a lot closer to lame is which is about like rebellion brotherhood a big flag they build this huge barricade like if you want to see stage craft lame is or wicked would have that more than chicago which doesn't have quite so mm-hmm. like the numbers are flashy but it's not like the stage is contorting in any really unique way I you, you can try the Chicago movie and the, the Les Mis movie if you want to get a feel for either of those shows and then see how you'd like to see them play on stage. So right. you have some research options there. Yeah. I, cool. I think Chicago might be best for your sensibilities, particularly as somebody who like doesn't really know musicals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Les Mis is great, but it's so slow. That's uh, relatively slow.
0: I, I think for you as a newcomer, Chicago might do the trick. OK, cool. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you for your help. I appreciate it. I, <laughs> I'm happy to be consulted. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying to dis- to decide. D- 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 I was like, why, why don't we just ask Melissa? She knows about all <laughs> of this stuff. Let's ask her. So there you go. Um, let's see here. I got a couple shows that I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, mm-hmm. so oh, I oh he, you watched The Killer? I did also see that. I guess we did forget to talk about that one. Yes, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. He did, did take the I thought bread you'd off like that it, yeah. sandwich, and he ate the, the thing with no bread. <laughs> he, it was he, strange. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was it. <laughs>
1: Kyle, I, I forgot. I can't believe I forgot to tell you about an important moment in 2023 hot dog cinema.
0: Okay. (laughs) As
1: as I've highlighted in the past, great hot dog (laughs) moments in
0: movies. I I dressed up as a hot dog for Halloween because of you commenting on.
1: Yes, yes. In the movie May, December, which you can now find streaming on Netflix, uh, much as you can find the killer and leave the world behind. There's a movie called May, December. Uh, The premise of the movie is that Natalie Portman plays this actress who is going to portray this 90s tabloid scandal figure in a movie. Mm -hmm. So to... Research that role. She goes to the small town where the scandal happens, and she meets the couple that was at the center of this scandal. And she spends time with them. Like I really just want to see how you how you live, get to know your side of the story. And since we're going to play you, she's going to be playing Julianne Moore's character in this movie. She's like, I I want to follow you around and like kind of learn your behavior and your mannerisms and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they're having this big barbecue. The family is. Seems like they're close with their friend, you know, their friends and neighbors. Uh, and they might have been having it anyway, but it is the day that Natalie Portman is arriving. I don't know if it's necessarily for her, but they definitely want to impress her. And the movie starts. It's this melodrama. It's mm-hmm. a tricky movie to describe. I think it is a dark comedy melodrama. OK. With this very <laughs> ostentatious score. And one of the earliest scenes in the movie, as they're getting ready for this barbecue, Julianne Moore's character opens the fridge, stares into it ponderously in this long, slow shot of just her from the outside looking at the fridge with this dramatic music playing and this long pause. You're like, what's happening? What is she reacting to? And she just says, I don't think we have enough hot dogs. And then it cuts outside to her husband, who is grilling, like, 25 hot dogs. (laughs) This is, like, 10 minutes in. You can just watch to the hot dog scene if you want.
0: There you go. (laughs) More hot dogs. That's what we need here. More hot dogs. That's funny. (sighs) Um, So, yeah, I have been catching up on a bunch of tv shows that i've had on my list for a little while i am currently trying to go through all of like the apple tv shows that i have here and i've been doing them in order like least number of episodes to the most um good so i actually just started silo today silo season one which has 10 episodes um i've seen the first two episodes now spectacular good stuff we may have to watch this next year on the okay. on the rebecca ferguson show. yeah um good good stuff in 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 that but uh so yeah i've I've been watching mainly these like six episode mini series or like eight episode mini series series um, and there's uh, a couple that I want to point out, but I, I, here's the ones that I've, I've now, um, uh, watched. Actually, I don't have them all on here. I don't think, um, there's one called Black B- 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 Bird, uh, which I don't have on here, which I will mention in Justice Heck. Uh, I watched se- se- season two of the after party, which I know I mentioned to you, I think you mentioned the that yeah. review show. Um, which is stellar. It's, season two is phenomenal and it, I think improves on season one in some really, really key ways the, in in the way that season one, you saw the same events over and over just from different p- points of view, and like each person had a different mind movie and so it was themed like a different movie, right? Um they they still do the whole mind movie thing, but uh, each character is often at like different parts of the party or doing stuff, so you're not necessarily seeing the same thing over and over and over. Uh, and you often like see a bunch of circumstances that lead that lead up to them coming to the party rather than like. It, it's the same thing over and over and over again. So it, it kind of helps to just be, be like, yeah, I guess season one was kind of repetitive, even though I had a really great time with that, that, that show. Um, they, they kind of fixed that and uh, they do not, not only do they do m- more genres, but they do different time periods. They do like a 1940s, like Humphrey Bogart det- detective, uh story um they 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 do specific directors uh i will say they do a very blatant wes anderson (laughs) it's like i've heard about that this is wes anderson yeah Uh, (laughs) it's really good um but in those two shows that i just mentioned there is let me see if i can look up this guy's name um Because he is now on my radar in a way that he was not before after party season two cast. Um, Here we go. Let's see here. We have uh, Paul Walter Hauser is the actor's name. Uh, I, I know that name. I'm certain I've seen him. If I can't if you conjure look him his up, face, if you look him up, he's he might be familiar. Um he, he's in a few things. I don't really know him from anything, um, except for now these two sh- shows that I've seen him in. Um, but uh, in the after party season two, he plays uh, the ex of one of the characters who also happens to. Uh, he, he he thinks he's a detective because he's read a few Reddit posts. He's the like home <laughs> detective, like I can solve this case. Uh, and he's 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 the one that is the like 1950s style. Uh, d- oh, d- cool. D- d- detective. Um, and he is like one of the funniest characters in that show. He's hilarious. Um, and then he's also in this mini series called Black Bird on a- a- apple uh which stars Taryn egerton e- edgerton how do you say edgerton name? last name, yeah has it has him he's the main character uh ray leota is also in it um oh. and it is based off of a true story about a guy uh from the midwest who was arrested for selling drugs and guns and is tricked into taking a plea. Dale. He, he thinks it's only going to be for like a short like five years at the most. will probably get out sooner than that on good behavior. Um, and he's then sentenced to 10 years, like 10 years minimum. Um, and so he's just like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> but seven months into his sentence, the FBI contacts him and is like, look. We want you for a job. We want you to go undercover in this maximum security prison for the criminally insane in which there is a serial killer uh, who has an appeal coming up. And it looks like he's going to walk. We have him on two bodies. We think he's done 14. We need you to Mm! befriend him and figure out where the rest of the bodies are and uh the serial killer is played by paul walter hauser and is just such a different character from what he is in the after party cool yeah just to see the range that this guy is 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 showing is just like holy moly because he's hilarious in the after party and then he's just he's scary as shit in this other one it's just like what the fuck man puts on cowboy hat take me to the range yeah (laughs) absolutely uh but but like i I think he he won like a daytime emmy or something for his performance in black uh, daytime and i don't know what it is but i don't know these award shows he won a golden globe from all i care i don't know i think i think daytime
1: emmys are exclusively for like daytime programming like a soap
0: opera or a talk show where where does streaming fit in with that regular regular emmy i don't know maybe he won an emmy then (laughs) i don't know uh but yeah he was at that like i think he won an emmy for his performance in black bird and i have to say yeah he is he is a powerhouse in in that it's phenomenal um it's a crime show that is uh, very dark along the lines of True Detective Season One. Okay. Um, but is not as much of a like cosmic horror that True Detective season one is. Um cool. But yeah, so those, those were good. And then a few of the other ones that I watched, I'm not really gonna go into much on the those. Um, was Shining <laughs> was shining girls um what is this elizabeth moss it's based off of a book okay uh it's like a sci-fi crime thriller uh this she is like the survivor of this uh attempted murder uh and it's kind of messed her up mentally she works for a paper uh and then she starts like realizing there's other people out there that have like experienced the same thing and like got murdered by this guy but then as they're investigating the case they keep seeing things through different decades and they realize he's like somehow time traveling to do all of this stuff it's yeah it's a whole it's it's a whole thing um stars elizabeth moss um and uh i also watched a mini series called losing alice uh which is about a film director uh who's kind of a little bit past her prime runs into a young up-and-coming screenwriter uh who just has this this brilliant screenplay Uh, and she ends up making the movie for her. She ends up being the director. Uh, But in the process of making this movie, she's starting to think that this movie is based on truth, and the movie Mm -hmm. is about two women who are best friends, and one of them ends up murdering the other one to sleep with their father, uh like like it's a it's a weird fucked up thing but the director starts thinking that this screenwriter is the one that murdered her best friend to sleep with uh this older guy, 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 guy and it's just this real like descent into madness slow burn i thought it was okay i don't know um and then uh, today I finished up a mini series called Now and Then. Um, a bunch of college graduates are celebrating uh, and end up murdering one of their friends uh, on accident. Uh, but they cover it up and in the process end up like killing someone else and have to like cover that up. 20 years down the road, someone is then blackmailing them to be like, give me a million, like each each, each of you need to give me mm. a million bucks or I'll tell every one, one, one what happened. Uh, and Rosie Perez plays the main detective who was on the case 20 years ago and is now 20 years older, realizing that I think they, like we, we couldn't ever solve that case back then, but there's another body now in present day i think there's something here um that one was okay too um not much to say on that one the one i do want to talk about a little bit here is defending jacob have you heard of, of okay. this uh, at all Melissa? i don't think so this of all the ones i've been watching i think this one is my favorite um okay this is a it's a it's more of a legal drama than it is like true crime show uh and not that it's a true crime um i think it's also based off of a a book uh but this stars chris evans uh and he is the uh, he's a husband uh and father to a young teenage boy who's in high school that becomes the main suspect in a murder uh and so he has to defend his kid he was the da but because it's his kid who's on trial he has to like step down and away from the case um and then i forget the actor's name uh he was in american gods as the leprechaun he was in orange is the new black as porn stash um (laughs) And then he, he plays I, Master Chief in the new Halo show on. I, Paramount.
1: Now, Plus. now that you say American Gods, I can picture the guy, but I don't remember, I don't his, remember name. his name. And I he have I have not the, seen those other projects.
0: Yeah, he plays the other like D.A. Uh, guy that takes over the case. Um, but yeah, it's, it's about like the lengths to which Chris Evans character as a father is going to defend his kid um <laughs> that's a whole
1: genre the lengths to which a father will go
0: r- right yeah <laughs> um and he like it, most of the like yeah it's just the like it, it, his his wife is starting to think maybe the kid did it like i don't know they can't really Ugh. prove it either way it's hard and so it it it, it is this just like did he? Did he not? How far are you willing to go to defend him on this and all of that stuff? Um, but the 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 way it kind of ends and r- wraps up is uh, very g- good. It's great stuff. Cool. I highly recommend that that one. Um. But other uh, 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 other than that, I also saw the Scott Pilgrim anime over on Netflix. I I. I've heard
1: great things about it. I mean, I, I want to rewatch the movie because I haven't seen it in a very long time. It's something I thought eventually we would do on the review show like that felt inevitable. But, but and in five years, we never got
0: around to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's an it's an interesting one because it it doesn't follow the plot of the movie, uh, which I, I I've, I've heard all, the all initial of based off the comics. But I also haven't read the comics. Yeah. So I don't know how closely it I... follows that.
1: Um, I, I have heard the premise of Scott Pilgrim takes off and what makes it different from the movie.
0: Yes. The first episode will feel very familiar. Uh, I even have to say, like, I was kind of unimpressed by the that first episode. I was like, this is kind of slow. I've seen all of this already. It's literally the exact same jokes. Um, and I was not feeling it. And then afterwards from like episode two on when it starts to like do something completely different, just like, Oh, Oh, okay. This is inter- interesting. What are they doing here? Uh, and yeah, I ended up liking it quite a bit. So cool. That's all um, I have to say. Uh, you I haven't have, really yeah. been,
1: I haven't uh, really been watching any TV. I, I, Watch the first episode of that continental show on Peacock, yes. the John Wick spinoff. I
0: actually spoke really very highly that.
1: of it when it first came out. Okay. I, I had trouble I getting into it.
0: I, 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 I know the, like Mel Gibson is in that. I know some people who have said, well, like I, I, I refuse to watch that because sure. he's in, yeah. in, in, in it. Uh, and so, it, yeah, it, it kind of got overlooked. Um, I ended up really liking it. I thought it was pretty good. Like for a show that is a spin-off of a really successful movie, I was kind of expecting them to kind of skimp out, especially with it being mm. on Peacock. Like maybe the budget wouldn't be that there exactly. And they don't like from the get go. Like they have a fight scene in a, a, st- a, st- a stairwell that I'm just like, oh yeah, nope. This is, John, 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 john wick style stuff here here we go
1: um okay i'll
0: but, i'll but, try i'll try yeah.
1: that i mean there's only three episodes i guess yes. if you speak so highly of it i will
0: finish it yeah i i was, supo- I think was surprised um but if i mean if, you, if you're not into it that's okay too you know i is
1: me I don't know if both of us need to watch this, or sometimes if only one of us needs to have seen a thing, and that's plenty.
0: Watch what you <laughs> want to, to watch. Yeah,
1: I, I think maybe I started in on a night when I was too tired, and there's so many new characters, mm-hmm. and they're all coming from different places. Like it'll cut to completely new characters in a completely new environment. And I'm like, I don't have context for this.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where am it, I? It, it will exp- Explain it all. Which it will explain it all. I I,
1: I generally do pretty well with it, but sometimes when a show pulls that card on me too many times too quickly, I'm like, you need to slow down. I don't you can I learn the
0: characters that you already introduced me to, please. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, did you kind uh, to do a quick check in on your movie league thing? I saw that you had I, that written down down here too. I,
1: I was just curious. How much do you think about awards at all?
0: Um, any? I I mean, I I think about them some, but I don't follow them like you you do. I don't. That's why I I don't know what a daytime Emmy is versus a Golden Globe. I I don't know.
1: I (laughs) I'm really learning this year. I mean, I could tell you the big ones, Oscar, Uh Golden Globe. See, the Golden Globes do film and TV. And the important thing is that they separate their movies into drama and comedy slash musical
0: genres. Like, you know, that was a weird thing. didn't like the Martian win, like best comedy at one point on them (laughs) and it's like thanks for this it's not a comedy but sure all right i guess like they might
1: nudge something into comedy if like drama's too full one year i'm not exactly sure the only year i ever like watched the golden globes was the year lord of the rings return of the king won a bunch of stuff so my knowledge is 20 years out of date i gotcha. uh that's the goal that's the globes and then like i knew an emmy and a daytime emmy (laughs) But this year, because I'm doing the Vulture Movie Fantasy League and you get points for nominations in all of these different awards bodies, mm-hmm. I'm really following it now. Like the season kicked off with the Gotham Awards, which are some uh, independent critics body in New York City. And that was an award show that was live streamed. So I watched the entire thing. <laughs> this little, little awards show that's a uh, batman somewhere in new york all? city no, no. <laughs> they're <laughs> maybe they're mostly independent movies but they gave out like special awards like we're giving a one-time icon award to the movie barbie so that greta gerwig and, an and margot Robbie can yeah. come up here and talk right They'll do something like that. These sort of one-off awards to get a bigger name there to come and talk.
0: Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. But
1: I enjoyed it. And I was able to see movies I had drafted win. I can see my points being accrued in real time. And I can watch the race from like the very beginning, which is That's thrilling great. to me. Yeah. So, so far, that was the only one I've been able to watch. But... I watched the Gotham Awards. There was like the New York Film Critics Circle. I think the LA Film Critics Association. I forget what's a circle and what's an association. They all have different actual titles. (laughs) The National Board of Review. I'm like sitting there refreshing my phone every 10 minutes. Like, do we have new National Board of Review nominations? Who's on the Indie Spirit Award nominations? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going whole heckin' hog on it this year. Uh Good including for you. like when Good I w- when I wake up in the morning, I'm like Golden Globe nominations? What are they?
0: Uh, uh, the, the fact that the, the Golden Globes does and everything.
1: <laughs> the the fact that they split it up into drama and musical slash comedy. And this year they're having six nominees per category instead of five really widened the board. So mm-hmm. we're getting these nominations for these performances that I feel like might slip under the radar otherwise. Like, um where are the leads at? Uh <laughs> you've got Barry Cohen in Saltburn. Sure. You've got Walking yeah. Phoenix and Bo is Afraid. I was so happy to see that. What a wild time. They put Nicolas Cage in for Dream Scenario.
0: There you go
1: just they, they, they had that score nomination for the boy and the heron. they've they may not be deep but they are wide the golden
0: globes and i appreciate it do you know how many points you currently have or is it like all calculated yes. at the end
1: um it updates like once a week i don't think it's updated okay. yet this week there's something else coming out tomorrow some ah. other nominations board what do we got tomorrow what is that uh tomorrow is the critics choice award nominations so i got to find out what those are gotcha. and then okay. like next thursday the oscars shortlist is announced which are the movies that are like eligible for nominations mm. so you get points if your movie is on the shortlist and then if it gets nominated and if it wins you can the oscars can pay out like three times I currently have I have nine hundred and thirty eight points. Damn. And I am in two thousand eight hundred and twenty third place. And the person above me in my little league has eleven hundred and ninety two points and they're at eight hundred and second twenty second place. So there's a huge gulf here, even though I'm only like two hundred and sixty points behind them. I am like thousands of spots behind them there's only so many different configurations you can have thankfully i've been i got like 26 different nominations across the golden globes that have yet to be tallied i'm hoping those will count i did get some good value picks i'm getting a lot out of anatomy of a fall poor things american fiction the holdover now that we're into the bigger awards not like the little indie awards barbie's really getting real nominations and not like a a one-off a special icon this year we acknowledge
0: barbie outside of any categories for the america's favorite Uh, toy award
1: (laughs) i didn't have a good so you get points for awards uh, awards and nominations and you get points for box office performance and i've not had a good box office player mm. i thought wish might be able to do that for me i thought wish would do well enough in a couple different categories i'm like this could do well the box office it's like a big disney animated musical that's yeah. coming out on thanksgiving It surely won't win, but it'll get nominated maybe in some animated categories. And the fact that it's a musical gets you best original song nominations and a movie can have two or three of those in like, like in one show, like Barbie had like three songs nominated at this golden globes, uh, but which did not perform very well. And people have not liked it very much, (laughs) which was something I could not see when I tried to draft this in September. So I'm like, I wish I I wish I did not spend 15 draft dollars on that. And I would have picked like a boy in the heron instead. Yeah. Because at that time, I'm like, surely this will be a big Oscars like this will be a big awards play. But I don't know how wide of a release it's going to get. Right. Or like how wide of of an audience.
0: Right. Like you like certain things you think are going to perform don't or ones you don't expect to just like skyrocket up there. Um
1: I'm I'm hoping like May December has been having a real run, which that's such a weird movie that nobody was sure how well it was going to perform. So I'm I'm very happy for it, but I'm like (laughs) move and the award for most hot dogs goes to May December. Uh, uh, I'm really rooting for everything. I'm so excited for things I, like, wish I could have fit on my list. I, I don't know. My list was, I put so much work into it, and I don't feel like it's well designed at the end of the day. My, not everything's paying off, so I'm really relying on, like, five of my eight movies mm. to carry the entire draft.
0: Well, hopefully this means next year you'll have some, like, working knowledge. I hope knowledge. so. Going in to help guide you to be like maybe these ones instead or maybe those ones.
1: I, I, I hope I can close a gap. Nobody else in. I have some picks that nobody else in my group got. Chris, they have picks I didn't get. Yeah, I really regret not drafting the Taylor Swift concert movie purely for the box office dollars
0: yeah i'm like well, i'm book.
1: not drafting anything that it doesn't have at least some sliver of awards potential and concert films really don't but boy is that thing made its money worth in the yeah, draft absolutely. with the box office points
0: absolutely this
1: thank thank you for indulging me no yeah and letting me talk about this you're of course like i said you if you are welcome to play next year if this is something you want to try your hand at definitely
0: indeed uh well i guess to wrap things up two quick marvel news things on here uh marvel announced a brand new animated show coming in 2024 called eyes of wakanda i don't really know much else about it besides that but uh cool i'd 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 be excited for a, a show in wakanda yeah yeah uh, and last but not least, Spider-Man freshman year has been renamed to Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Intriguing. That's all I know. Um, Do you... The, so, yeah.
1: I wonder if they thought, if we're naming it freshman year are we stuck with him only being in freshman year and then we rename the show and it's Spider-Man sophomore year and junior year and senior yeah. year. And we don't think we're going to get four seasons out of this. So give it uh, a title for all seasons, for all years and all ages.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, especially with the kind of sh- shake up at Disney as well as the new stuff being enforced because of the writers and actors strikes. There's like, Production changes to an extent that's like we'll just wrap this up in one season here. So let's maybe change the name, and it can be a here it is, here's your little show, and then they're working on something else for down the road or something. Who knows? I don't know, but that's it. That's all the Marvel oh. news that that we got right now. So. Oh.
1: Maybe they also thought giving it a school themed title would make people think it's more related to Spider-Man Homecoming at all than Uh, it really is. They're like, maybe it needs a more separate title. So people really know this doesn't really have anything to do with those Tom Holland movies.
0: Right. Yeah. So is 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 he not voicing? I don't think so. I don't I I don't remember If, if he was or not in that. I don't I, I, I think you're right. I don't think he is, but I don't know. The news came out so long ago. Yeah. I I I've, I've, I've lost all oh, sense well. of the details. Anyways, that's it. That's all we got. Uh I say we wrap things up right there. Yeah, uh, I this has also been another long one we're recording a little bit later than we normally do. So yeah, <laughs> let's let's get Melissa to bed, right? <laughs> I I had a busy day. I did it to myself. At at least you don't have work in the morning.
1: I don't. Instead, I just have to make several small pies and
0: then go to a Broadway play. There you go. (laughs) Busy day for Melissa. Uh, She needs her rest. Uh, So let's end the podcast right there. This has been It's for 2023 on the Captain's Log. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for checking us out. We appreciate it. Uh, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet?
1: I have a letter big surprise there at Wilkie W I L K Y W I T. Um, I still work on building that out. I never seem to have the spare time to sit down and really be like, what are my thoughts on this movie for the world to see? Let me compose them now.
0: Well, as 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 you're making your pies tomorrow, you can brainstorm your next couple r- reviews, <laughs> dictate notes to myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, if you guys want to follow me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer uh, on most of the social media places. Uh, and if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots at most of the social media places as well. So please go like, share, and subscribe. that helps help us out a ton. Go check out more of our YouTube v- videos right over there. We'd appreciate that a lot. And yeah, this has been number 282, 262? I don't know. It's the end of the year. Who cares? We'll see y'all next year. Bye. <laughs> Bye.